Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I am your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are talking about finding opportunities instead of finding barriers. Now, the reason we're talking about this, I was at an event last month where basically the world's greatest entrepreneurs all spoke on one stage. And one of them, Brad Lay, he hosts the Dropping Bombs podcast. He is an absolute stud of a human being. If you don't know who he is, go search him up. Last name is L-E-A. And basically, he spoke about a story from his childhood. And the story from his childhood was how... He was about 10 or 11 years old. I can't remember the exact number. And he and his dad pulled up to this hotel. And there was like these masses and masses of people at this hotel. And so basically, you know, they figured out that the reason there were so many people there was because Elvis was there. This might have been a little while back. <laughs> and so basically his dad looks at him and goes, well, Brad, what do you think? You want to go try to meet Elvis? And he was like super excited. So they went in to try to meet Elvis. And when they got in, they saw this massive wall of people and his dad looks down at him and he says, you know, sorry, buddy, it looks like it's not going to happen. And he looks up at his dad and he goes, well, why not? He goes, his dad looks at him and says, well, there's all these people. There's no way we're going to get through. There's no way we're going to meet Ellis. And so he looks at his dad and then he looks back at the wall of people and he said all that he saw at the time was the path he could take through all the people's legs to get to the front of the line, get through and run and run up to meet Elvis. So, so that's exactly what he did. He left his dad behind. He ran through all the legs, found his way through, and then got to meet his hero, got to meet Elvis. And the reason this story is important and the reason he shared this and the reason I'm bringing it to you is because where his dad saw a barrier, his dad saw this wall of people that he couldn't get through, Brad saw an opportunity. He saw a path through the people's legs where he could get to the front of the line and he could jump up and he could meet Elvis. And this is what I want to bring back to you because I have conversations with athletes every single day. And those conversations are about goals, about training, about things that they're struggling with, about what they can do to move forward in their careers. And when that happens, a lot of the time I have athletes tell me they want to be champions. They want to be double, triple champions. They want to be well-known around the world. They want to be known as the best to ever compete. They want to make millions of dollars, like all these really big goals. And I love hearing that. When somebody comes to me and they say, I want to be a double champion at the UFC, most people go, oh, man, you know, be more realistic. My first thought is, fuck, yeah, this person's driven and they want it. And that's the attitude you need to take towards having goals like that. But the trouble is a lot of the time when people have goals like that, they sit there, they say, I want to be a double champion in the UFC. All they can find is barriers. Well, I don't have enough money to you know, join a gym right now, so I can't start training. How are you going to be a double champion in the UFC if you can't start training? 
well, uh, I don't live in a good area, so you know, there's not a lot of fights. So if there's not a lot of fights and I don't live in a good area, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't train, I can't fight. So if I can't fight, then you know, that's why I'm not training right now. Or you know, one of my favorites is always. I don't have the money to, you know, hire a strength and conditioning coach, a nutritionist to go, you know, get the treatment that I need when I'm injured or anything like that. Or really any other excuse you can find. I've had people tell me that they can't train because they're in school right now. I've had people tell me that they can't train for any wide, massive number of reasons. And the thing is, guys, whatever those reasons are, you've got to understand you're finding the barrier instead of finding the opportunity. Because let's use the example of I'm too busy to train regularly because I'm in school or because I have exams. So exams are obviously going to take a lot of your time. School is going to take a lot of your time. I get that. But first off, I want to ask you this. Why are you in school? And a lot of people are going to say, well, you know, like, what do you mean? Why am I in school? Like, I need to prioritize school. If you're going to be a double champion in the UFC and that's what you actually want and that's what you're actually working towards, do you need to be in school? Do you? And a lot of people, again, are scared to make that jump, but they're scared to make that jump because they don't believe that their goal is actually going to happen for them because they have people around them telling them, oh, you need to be more realistic, focus on your plan B, do this, do that. And I want to say, I'm not sitting here telling anyone, go drop out of school because I don't know your situation. There's some people that they say they want to be a double champ in the UFC, or they say they want to be a world champion, make millions of dollars, whatever it is, but then they don't fucking back it up. And if that's you, you shouldn't be dropping out of school. Because if you're not willing to put in a massive amount of work towards that goal, it's not going to fucking happen for you anyway. But if you were that kind of person where you are living and breathing your sport all the time, you are always trying to put more into it, you're always trying to do more, you're always trying to climb higher, then why would you not throw 100% of your effort towards that goal? Why are you letting yourself find the barrier of, I can't train right now because I'm in school? Or the other way we can go about that. Taking that same reason, that same excuse, I can't train right now because I'm busy with school. Think about when you're in the UFC. Think about, you know, guys as they're at that level. They're constantly doing media. They constantly have obligations with sponsors. They constantly have other things on their plate outside of just training. Life's fucking busy. So use this as the opportunity to start improving your ability to train when life is busy. Right? So instead of just saying, shit's busy, I can't do it, and throwing it to the side, how can you better plan out your weeks to be able to continue to move forward with your training and continue to move forward with school at the same time? Teach yourself. Get, use the opportunity to learn how to manage a busier schedule, which is going to be a skill that is going to transfer to your life as a professional athlete. You know what I'm saying? But too many people are too quick to find the barrier. They're too quick to say, I'm too busy not going to happen. And even for myself, like as I talk about this, I want to really reinforce and I like using personal stories because it just they're easy to relate to and you can tell that way that I'm not coming at this place at this from a place of superiority of like, oh, just fucking listen to me. Like I say these things because I've been through it too. When I told my family I wanted to coach professional athletes for a living, 
none of them thought that that was realistic. I remember my mom having a conversation with my, like one of the people at my university when I originally got accepted, asking when people go into a sports studies degree, what do they usually get out of it? And, you know, the person gave her kind of a really shitty answer. It was like, well, you know, it's not so much about what you get out of it. It's the experience of being in university. And my mom took that as people don't get shit out of this degree. <laughs> and I want to say it, too, in case she listens to this and for anybody else who has a parent who's like this. When people do that, it's often not from a bad place. Like, I know my mom was having those conversations and she was doing those things because she cared about me and she wanted me to follow a path that made sense. But from that conversation, I was given the limiting belief that pursuing a life coaching professional athletes wasn't a real thing. That's not a real thing that people actually do. So instead of putting all my energy into that, I accepted that, oh, I need my plan B because if I don't have a plan B, then I'm not going to amount to anything. And then I was about two months into pursuing a degree in modern languages where I was going to be a teacher when I thought, what the fuck am I doing? I'm pursuing a degree I don't want. I'm spending all this time and all this energy on something I know I don't want. And that's all energy that's taking away from the thing that I actually do want. I was giving myself the barrier instead of looking for the opportunity. But as soon as I dropped modern languages as, and as soon as I went 100% in the direction of I am going to be a strength and conditioning coach, shit started changing. And it wasn't easy. It's not like I've made the decision and then all of a sudden, boom, I was a strength and conditioning coach and, you know, I am who you see today. No, there has been so many fucking ups and downs in the process. But the thing I want to reinforce from that is I focused on the negative. I focused on the barrier. I focused on the fact that this wasn't a job that a lot of people were able to succeed in. This isn't a field that a lot of people are able to make a stable income in. I remember when I was 19, looking up average salary of a strength and conditioning coach, and it was like $22,000 a year. And I was like, well, shit, like, you know, and in Canada, you can't really live very well off of $22,000 a year, especially if you have ideas of having a family or anything like that down the road. And so over the years, instead of focusing on the barriers of, oh, there's not a lot of jobs in the industry, it's really saturated, it's this or that, by flipping the switch and starting to focus on the opportunities, man, there's not a lot of jobs in the industry, cool, I'm going to start a business, I'm going to make my own job. Oh, there's a lot of people who, you know, struggle here, here, and here, cool, I'm going to learn social media, even though in the beginning I fucking hated that. And I'm going to force myself to get uncomfortable and push it out on social media every day so that more people see me, see what I'm doing, and eventually want to start to work with me. And I started building the business up, doing things that I didn't like doing because I saw that there was opportunity. And instead of focusing my energy on the barriers of it's hard to find clients, it's this, it's that, I focused on the opportunity of where clients could be found, how a business could be built the mentors I needed to put in my corner to be able to do this successfully. And this is what so many of you guys aren't doing. So, and one of the other ones that I hear all the time, you know, oh yeah, I want to be a, you know, high level champion, whatever it might be. And then when we talk about coaching, we talk about, you know, strength and conditioning work and all that. And the athlete tells me, yeah, what you're doing, like that's exactly what I need. Like I need this kind of coaching. I need that extra push on my gas tank if I'm going to make it. And then they say, but there's no way that I can invest any money right now. And I'm like, 
okay, like, you know, it's your loss, really. But at the same time, when people say things like that, right away, they look at the barrier. They say, training costs money. I don't want to spend money. I don't want to train. Instead of looking at the opportunity, if I can find that little amount of money to be able to put towards this training, what is that going to do for my career? What is that going to do for my future? Because, guys, I can promise you, this kind of training, having a better gas tank, being faster, being stronger, being injury-free, being able to train for longer, being able to push harder, all of these things, learning how to do it the right way is not a negotiable thing if you want to be a high-level athlete. It's not a negotiable thing. And people think they're going to find the tricks by watching YouTube videos, by doing this, doing that. But I can promise you, and I would put every dollar I have in the bank on this in a bet, if you're building your program by finding YouTube videos, reading and watching shit and all of that, and another athlete is coming to me and saying, hey, help me with my gas tank, with my conditioning, all of that, this athlete is getting better results faster 1,000 times out of 1,000. The reason being, I've made the mistakes that you're going to make when you're watching YouTube videos, when you're doing all those things. I've made those mistakes already. So you can pay with your time by making the mistakes yourself, or you can pay with money by investing in someone that can help you. But again, barrier versus opportunity. People are too quick to go to, it costs money, I don't want to do that, instead of what is making this investment going to actually do for my future. And I'm going to speak to that as well, because I know there's going to be some people maybe watching now, maybe listening later, that say, well, that's all well and good, but I don't have any money. And I understand that too. But if you're in a position where you don't have money, you can either A, look at it as a barrier and say, I don't have money, so you know, tough luck for me. Or B, look at it as an opportunity. Look at it as an opportunity to say, hey, where am I spending money that I don't need to? Do you have a Netflix subscription and Disney Plus? Cool. You don't fucking need both. Do you have a $80 a month phone plan? Cool. You don't need that. You could do. You could buy. You could find a plan that's forty dollars, fifty dollars, and that could be extra money that can go towards the shit you need. Are you going out on the? Are you going out a couple times a week for dinner? Cool. Stop. And these are all things when I talk about that stuff that a lot of people will say, you know, easier said than done. And sure, it's not easy to sacrifice going out for dinner, sacrifice your fucking Netflix subscription, sacrifice these other things. But it can be done, and especially it can be done if that money can go towards things that are actually going to benefit your future. Because those little expenses here and there don't feel like a lot until you start to add them up. Guys, my first year in Calgary, I didn't make over four figures in a month. So I didn't make over $1,000 in 30 days until my 11th month here. So I was making like six, seven, $800 a month. My grocery bill was down to $37 a week. I basically ate rice and lentils for fucking 12 months straight, four or five meals a day because it was cheap as shit and still had protein. And I lived in an apartment that was underground, had no heat, and my kitchen was a hot plate on a counter. And I just like, I made those sacrifices because every dollar I had had to go towards me being able to pay rent me being able to stay in that apartment so that I could continue to grow and learn from the people that were around me at the first gym I was living at when I was here. But so many people aren't willing to make those sacrifices. 
or the other way when it comes to money, instead of cutting down the expenses, people will say, well, you know, I, you know, I'm, my job only has 10 hours a week. Cool. Go find a new fucking job. And people will say, oh, there aren't any jobs out there. How hard have you looked? No, because I've had people tell me that there's no jobs out there. And then I asked how many have they applied to, and they said zero. How the fuck are you going to tell me there's no job opportunities out there when you literally haven't looked for one? So these things when people talk about money, these things when people talk about time, I understand these things are tight and these things can be an issue. But you've got to understand as well, if you want to be successful long term, you need to look at the opportunity instead of looking at the barrier. The barriers will always be there. There's always going to be that wall of people stopping you from meeting Elvis. There's always going to be a reason not to invest in somebody that can help you further your career. There's always going to be a reason to put training to the side and not focus on that right now. But the thing is, too, if you're sitting here and you have a burning desire to achieve something great in your sport, you want to be a champion, you want to make millions of dollars, you want to be known around the world, you want this, you want that, you want whatever. If you're sitting here and you have a burning desire to achieve something great in your career, it's not a negotiable thing. Those goals don't care. Those goals aren't sitting there saying, well, you know, we'll just, we'll just pause for a minute because school's busy or money's tight right now. Those goals are going to move on without you. So you've got to make the decision to stop looking at the barrier, stop looking at the lack of money and saying, well, you know, tough. I just don't have money for that right now and start figuring out, I need that. How do I get the money to get there? Because the opportunities for money are there. The opportunities for more time are there. If it's a time issue, sitting down and looking at how you spend your time. People will tell you that they don't have time for stuff, and those same people will be fully caught up on every fucking TV show on Netflix. How are you going to say you don't have time when you're watching two hours of TV every day? It's fucking crazy. But so many people are so quick to just jump to the barrier, jump to the excuse, I don't have time for that right now. But they have time for all this other ridiculous shit that has no benefit to their fucking future. So look for the opportunity instead of look for the barrier. Every time you say to yourself, I don't have time for that, reframe it. How do I make time for that? And then you can look and you can say, well, I'm watching X amount of TV every night. Maybe if I cut that out, I'd have a little more time for that thing that I say is important to me. I don't have money for that. Cool. How do I find money for that? Well, my job right now is only giving me 10 or 12 hours a week. Maybe I could talk to my supervisor and see if I can get a couple more shifts. Maybe I can quit this job and go find another one at that other place down the road that has a 25-hour-a-week position advertised. You know, what can you do? And again, it's not going to happen overnight. You're not just going to make the decision, okay, I'm going to find more money, and then it's going to appear that day. But if you make the decision and make the decision to look at the opportunity instead of look at the barrier, this is where the ball starts rolling. This is where things start happening. So, guys, that is it. That is all. I hope you got some value from that. If you did, I would love to know what it is. Make sure to drop me a comment if you're here on the live. Make sure to leave a review for the show if you got some value from it. Or shoot me a message across any of my social medias. The notes on how to do that will be in the show notes below. As always, my number one ask of you guys, if you got value from the show as well, share it with a friend, a teammate, a coach, somebody who needs to hear this message. 
And as always, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I appreciate you all, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.